and you're listening to Talk It Out, where myself and a guest discuss a topic through music. This episode was recorded out of the studio, so please excuse the audio quality. The topic for this episode is feminism, and my guest is my good friend, Shika Srinivas. How's it going, Shika? Going well. Thanks for having me, Mia. Okay, no problem. I'm excited for the conversation. We're just going to start right into it, and I tend to like start with a very broad question. I don't know why I just do, but the question is, what do you think is the root of our society's sexism problem? Yeah. There's a lot of possible roots. I feel like it started off with the idea that women are childbearers, and back in the day that would obviously cause a lot of pain, and so kind of the brunt of work fell on men. So that kind of created the sort of patriarchal system we live in. Also, uh, many Native American cultures had matriarchal systems, but Europe has colonized a lot of the world, and they favor more patriarchal systems. Mm-hmm. So that kind of leads to the more widespread notion, I would say, of men kind of having the power of being in charge. I guess that's one root of sexism, but today, in order to eradicate that in a time when women are realizing that they can now be anything they want because of the advancements we've made in science, so that life is just not about motherhood, mm-hmm. in the perception that maybe it's not right to just be a mother and to allow women to have other ambitions, the problem with rooting out sexism today is that I feel many people... Um, benefit from the system. Not as many that would benefit, obviously, under feminism, mm-hmm. but the people who have a lot of power tend to benefit from a rather so unequal distribution. Yeah. And so, so that's why it still exists, basically. Yeah, basically, okay. there are enough people and enough enough men who don't think feminism is something that they can adhere to as well. There's yeah. still a lot of women who don't believe that feminism is necessary. And yeah, so I know. I think both genders are sexist, kind of what I kind of think. But I think it's mm-hmm. mostly men. But I think there's also a problem with um, that, like women don't believe in themselves. So I wanted to like talk about the definition. Or when I look up femi- feminine and masculine, like I looked it up, and then this is what showed up: having qualities or or appearance traditionally associated with women, especially delicacy and prettiness. That was feminine. And then masculine said having qualities or appearance traditionally associated with men, especially strength and aggressiveness. And I think that's that's my like thing where the root of the problem is, because it's like it makes people um think that feminine is only for women and then masculine is only for men. Yeah, totally. Like I think the stereotypical definitions of what a man should be and what a woman should be are totally sucky to be honest because people just try to fit into those molds and they feel pressure to fit into those molds yeah and i think like those notions of beauty and feminine delicacy that's like for the home right yeah and then the strength and aggressiveness is more the business stuff and then i think that's why like men are more like working they're like successful and then women are just kind of behind right now yeah definitely and a lot of things we don't accept women who want to be like men you know for example there was this one study that was done it's They've done it in many different forms, but it's basically the one I read about was called the Harold and Heidi study, where they had two resumes, exactly identical what information was on there. They were both, I believe, hedge fund managers or in business, something that's seen Mm -hmm. as cutthroat. And when people were asked their perception of Harold, which was the name on the first resume, he was strong. He was a career minded person. But Heidi had negative feedback. And the only thing different about the resumes was the name. And so we can't let women 
we can't, we live in a society where women who are bold and abrasive are not accepted because our notion of women is they bake cookies and they're very yeah. nice and they smile a lot, which it's not wrong to be that way, but it's wrong to expect every woman and not expect yeah. a woman to be that way. I know. And it just puts a higher pressure on women to be something that they don't have to be and should be more focused on their own ambitions and beliefs and honestly being selfish in pursuit of what they want rather than trying to be the mold that society creates. Yeah, and totally it works the same way with men too. Like, I know, I don't think, like, I think I'm feminine and masculine. I don't think exactly. I'm just feminine. I honestly think I'm more masculine than feminine because I'm, like, really aggressive. <laughs> but I don't know. And then, that like, men, too, like what you're saying, men also deal with it because they probably feel, like, the need to be aggressive or, like, the need to be, like, independent more. Exactly. But, I, I don't know. Like, you know, for example, like, one of the big um, – one an article that I read recently was about how many patriarchs are falling due to a lot of the sex scandals, how the patriarchy itself isn't falling because – what patriarchy? Um, the patriarchy, the idea, you know, just like... Oh, the, just the idea of it? Well, the idea of patriarchy, but also its manifestation like in the United States. Okay. For example, um, Donald Trump has cut a lot of policies within healthcare, And unfortunately, I think about 70% of family planning is you um, comes... The money for it comes from Medicaid, which is the government-funded health care. So it kind of... There's a lot of different statistics like these where basically the idea is that Lower-income women rely on government insurance for family planning, for um, maternal health, for all of those issues. Yeah. So by cutting parts of insurance, oh. it's unfairly hurting women. Oh, okay. That's sort of the bigger idea of yeah. feminism. Okay, yeah. So I think society's view of these two words, feminism and masculine, and all the stuff we just talked about, leads to stereotypes, which leads to social issues like sexual assault. And we're going to discuss that topic with the song Boys Will Be Boys by Stella Donnelly. Why was 
Boys Will Be Boys by Stella Donnelly, and it was about sexual assault, as you could hear, and it had a, like a focus on victim blaming, which is kind of where I want to, is where I want to head with our conversation. So if you don't mind, I'm going to explain my like theology about why sexual assault and all that stuff happened, and then you can like jump in or whatever. It might be a little bit controversial, and I'm not totally sure if I agree with everything I'm saying, but I'm just going to like put ideas mm-hmm. out there, okay? So I think sexual assault happens... Like, there's two main branches, so there's a work one and then a physical one. And the work one is, like, the man pressures the woman in the workplace to, like, do something sexual with him so that she can, like, get a promotion or so she won't get fired. So she's getting pressured into it. And the other one is a physical one where he's just, like, bored or something or he just wants to have sex. And then he corners a woman, like, physically and then rapes her. Okay? And... So to victim to introduce like victim blaming blaming and all that, the physical one is technically I'm gonna explain why I'm saying technically, but it's technically the man's fault because he's the one who pinned her like against the wall and raped her. And then the the workplace one is technically the woman's fault. Let me I'm gonna explain it because she could have said no, even though like I guess she would have lost her job or whatever. So it is mo- it's kind of like the the man's fault too, but it's technically her fault is a way of viewing it. But I don't think either of those are accurate because I think it's society's fault for making the man feel entitled to the woman. And it's society's fault for making the woman feel less than the man so she feels pressured into it. So I don't think it's actually either gender's fault. I think it's just society's like view of genders in general. That's like the main problem. But what do you think about that? <laughs> right. um, with the workplace example, um, I disagree a little yeah. bit in that I think sexual assault in general, and it's generally perpetrated by men. Um, there are cases when it's perpetrated by women, too, yeah. but at the same time, I feel like... It's good to get that out of the it, way. Yeah, I agree with you. And it sucks that um, 
I honestly don't know. I sometimes wonder if we've created a welcoming place for men to talk about experiences of sexual mm-hmm. assault because I don't think that I, I don't know if that's if that happens and that goes back to the traditional definitions that we have like that it, it is a problem that should happen but again if the vast cases are men and women yeah. and that's just the, 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 yeah. the truth yeah and in cases of the workplace what I recognized a lot of times is that it's I wouldn't say women want the promotion necessarily but it's yeah. women losing their, their job, job. Mm-hmm. that and a lot of times, if they complain to a supervisor, a lot of times it happens when women are newer to the workplace, especially, um, and men who are there and established and have been there a long time have sort of created some sort of reputable figure for themselves in front of everyone. So when a guy does something, it's hard for the woman to already be risking her job because unfortunately, yeah. when we go and say something happened to us, people ask you, what were you wearing? People ask yeah, you. Yeah. I mean, not necessarily like the song was saying. People think it's your fault for inciting something when you could have just been yeah. working. And so yeah, I, I want to mention, I don't think it's the woman's fault there. Mm-hmm. I think it's just like, Technically, she could have just not done it, but then there are a whole bunch of side effects. Like, she could have lost her job. Exactly. Or people would have think like, oh, I read an article about, like, how um, even though she didn't, like, have sex with men or something, when she was promoted, people would just automatically, like, assume that she exactly. did something That's to get there. That's such a huge problem. Like, women so can't get there with their own yeah. power, their own success, their own intelligence, so they yeah. probably just slept their way up is, like, and a that's term like, I've heard, which sucks. Like, yeah. I would never, ever, ever want to be told that. Yeah, there's been a lot of backlash with the hashtag MeToo yeah, movement where a lot of this. women are coming out and giving their stories, but now people are weighing in and saying, well, you know, groping isn't necessarily as bad as rape. and It still shouldn't happen, though. Don't make it seem like it's more okay to do one thing over another. There needs to be a certain level of, like, No, don't do it at all. Zero tolerance. Yeah. yeah. That annoys me. That's another sidebar. Mm-hmm. And, and it's so not relatable to most people, which is also why I think people are having a hard time, like processing the me too stuff and all that because it's just like i guess i mean it's not relatable for a lot of men i guess because they've not been in like vulnerable compromising situations but a lot of times it's like physically women we're just smaller we're Mm -hmm. sometimes weaker which isn't a bad thing at all it's just like physically sort of what it is naturally how it is and so like men can easily exert their power and like you know no matter how much the woman fights back you know at some point so like, for the physical one yeah i yeah. guess like i mean workplace is an example of physical it's just i like know a it could mix too yeah. it's like just a different place where it is but different side is, effects yeah like because unfortunately it mixes the personal and professional which i think is just so sucky that yeah. it's like our burden to deal with that and to prevent that rather than us telling men hey yeah. don't and rope I, in a workplace. I always and yeah, like, I don't. I think we should separate like personal and the workplace, but they don't. And I just always wonder, like, why would they? Why do they feel the need to do that at work? I don't. It's just so sad that like. It's, I don't know. I just don't get it. Yeah, I just. I, I mean, think, I don't think sexual assault is justified in almost any context. And to be honest, okay, um, I'm gonna lead into another question now. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think we are currently handling all these sex scandals well as a society? Because, like, I think we should, this is just my personal view, I think we should be interviewing, like, the people who committed, like, Harvey Weinstein and, like, Bill Cosby and Matt Lauer and all those people, or just anyone who's committed, who's, like, brought into public attention, I think we should interview them to understand why they did it, and there could be benefits of that, instead of, like, socially rejecting them from society, you know? That That is an interesting view. Um, I think the reason... I mean, I do see the merits of what you're saying, like, why people rape so you can figure out 
Because like I was what listening... problems to attack in society now that cause that kind of thinking and that kind of behavior yeah. from people who think they have so much power they're never gonna have to be held accountable. But it also gives these people a voice. Yeah. After a I long guess. time, you know, all of these women that. What happens is a woman thinks it's an isolated incident. She realizes that people will never look at her the same, that her career might be at stake, that people might not believe her, that people ask her mm-hmm. what she wore, that it's just like you literally get dragged emotionally as if it were your fault because okay. so many practices still inherently have a victim-blaming aspect I think we to should them. still blame the people that did it, like, really intensely. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it would just be good to, like, know why they did it. Or something. No, I I get that perspective. I just mm-hmm. think the reason we don't do it is because I, is because we want to socially reject them. Yeah, and it's also like they have had so much power and they have not been held accountable for their actions. And these are a lot of in a lot of cases people who have public voices who are well respected. Like they don't deserve any sort of chance to explain themselves even. Because they might just use this as an opportunity oh, okay. to be defensive rather than like and explain like oh I was just acknowledge what yeah. they did and acknowledge that it was wrong like okay yeah there could there's a lot of loopholes because they could do it like that and so I think the point mm-hmm. is that it's time for the woman to feel like she has equal rights and a lot of support behind her to explain why like that this happened to her because mm-hmm. and so empowering these people any further, so you think like um, just bringing awareness of it is like a good solution. And, uh, like, giving women assault? power. Yeah, like, bringing yeah, awareness absolutely. and then giving women power. Yeah, I mean, that's the basis to start. Because a lot of aspects about feminism are things that, for a while, it took me to understand that there's a lot of implicit bias. Mm. Where, like, implicitly, for example, when we see a, um, a mother CEO, for example, people will ask, why aren't you spending time with your kids? You're probably, like, you never have time, oh, yeah. you know, things like that. Whereas you see a man, and that's never a question. Or the Harry and uh, or the Harold and Heidi study. So those are just little examples of how it's implicit within society. And so raising awareness to those implicit biases also raises awareness to our definitions of feminine and masculine that we all just kind yeah. of accept but don't talk about, yeah. which are actually problematic. So just talking about it and making people realize, oh, you know, maybe this isn't quite as nice as we thought, or maybe this isn't as fair or equal. And giving women important. confidence and being like, you're not only delicate and pretty you're also strong and aggressive exactly like women i guess stereotypes i guess general stereotypes come from generalities Mm -hmm. so generalities make sense when you have a lot of information to process about a group of people so you just kind of try to make general assumption but you also know that there might not be people who follow that mark but then when it becomes a stereotype it becomes negative to fall outside of that stereotype if it's a positive one or inside of that stereotype when it's a negative one and that's where it becomes a problem, that we expect people to be, like, the stereotype rather mm-hmm. than just kind of okay. generality. I want to talk about stereotypes, too. I have another song, and then I'm going to talk about something else mm-hmm. and about how, like, stereotypes are used in media and what we think about them. Okay, so the song to talk about that is called Girls by Mayday Parade. So we're going to listen to that. Okay, so that song was called Girls by Mayday Parade. Um, I, I might not have rights to that song, so... I would just encourage you to listen to it, like, on your own time. Or, like, pause this and then listen to it and then come back to this. Okay, so I like Mayday Parade a lot. But, and this song, I think it had some misogynistic parts to it. It was, like... I agree. It's a good way of putting it. There's a little bit of... Well, one of... What was the lyric? There. What was the lyric? It was, like, um... There's her body. Yeah, Her okay. body. Her body. I'm gonna stick that? with her for Wait, her go to body. The, go to the beginning again. <laughs> oh, um... This one? Yeah, boys never or boys understand girls will never listen or learn. So that's like already putting girls into a stereotype that they just don't listen. And then also they were talking about her body, her body. 
So it's just like girls don't listen and all we care about is their body. But the thing is, I've listened to this band a long time and I really don't think they meant to be misogynistic. They were just writing from their feelings. But at the same time, I think society, I keep going back to society, but I think society. they like, because they've, we've all lived in society, it's gotten into their head and they just wrote a misogynistic song without intention because they they follow the stereotypes and they don't think enough to like go against stereotypes and basically where I'm going with this. I mean, in media in general, which I know we're going to come yeah, to too, I we guess are right kind now. of reminded We're here. Of we're talking we about media. We are here. Okay. <laughs> well, in media in general, I don't think musicians, movie makers, like I saw a lot of them do realize how important it is to put forth like the images that we see because we listen to it so much that it defines our perspectives. I feel like a lot of media does that where it's just like it definitely sexualizes and objectifies women. I was listening to this podcast the Ruben Report and the guest was Bishop Barron and towards the end of the podcast they were talking about how the Simpsons makes all the male characters look dumb and then they were talking about how like they were annoyed by that which I get like yeah that's annoying but people do that to women too and I just think like it's not in, fair on both sides I know like, on both sides either gender want to be portrayed as the dumber one so why is that even the yeah thing? No. I'm just suggesting like yeah, that exactly. we sh- in media instead of like doing that kind of stuff we should just Base characters off of their emotions, not off, like, materialistic stuff and, like, mm-hmm. gender and all that. But then, I don't, I don't know. That's, like, such a hard thing to ask of media, you know? So many movies that I used to love growing up that I've rewatched now, mm-hmm. like, they make so many little misogynist comments because that's just normal. Like, it makes the movie seem relatable, but that's sad that yeah. that's what people find as, like, And people don't take relatable. the time to, re- to, like, think about how that's hurting all of us. Yeah, like which is what I don't like. It doesn't move us forward at all. Yeah, I mean, there's other ways to be funny too, because people use it as they use stereotypes to to make funny, like comedians and stuff. Like they try to like show how stupid they are sometimes. Like Bars and Rec does a really good job, I think, of like having that sarcasm about issues that matter. So like, even though this one character will like believe in like the lack of women's rights, like you know, everyone's just like, what? Yeah, (laughs) you know, and so it kind of just shows it to be like. It makes it so, it makes it look so stupid that it's funny, and that's how people get the message. Yeah. So things like that are good. And I'm also a big person of Rex fan, yeah. so I'm Who here to talk about that. <laughs> so yeah, you don't think it's too much to ask to not have stereotypes in media? Do you think we're moving towards that at all? I'm not sure if we are. Um, well, I would say that with media, we're getting a media that's much more diverse. We're getting media that's about stories that are not just... No, like, or it's not like scary. an not Indian guy who works at Seven Eleven all the time. Exactly. Because a lot of old Danish movies, like, that's <laughs> no, just what it was. I think there are Indian people that work at Seven Eleven, but that's not everyone. You know, yeah, it's just, know. like, little things like that. Or, for example, like, not every, you know, Mexican character is a housewife, for yeah. example. Like, Jane the Virgin. You know, like, just seeing more diverse actors on screen yeah. on TVs and realizing that that's a good thing. There was this one test, I can't remember what it's called, but my roommate took a film studies class and told me about it, about how... Basically, they've, like, tried to count the number of movies where women don't have, like, I think it's a male counterpart or they don't fall in love, you know? Where oh, it's, like, yeah. And there's so few where women yeah. are just, like, you can't see a woman like, out of love, you pity her, which is such a problem. Like, hmm. a woman by herself is not a bad thing, and why should we pity yeah. her and make her pity herself and create this idea that women can't be alone? I know. Is, you know, little things like that are really important. You know, and that leads to lack of confidence, right? Mm-hmm. Like Exactly. And this was something I am... Uh, when we were talking about definitions of feminine and masculine, like when you go into a toy store, all it's kind of funny how all the women's toys... I mean, nowadays it's getting a lot more diverse. Like I watch a lot of Shark Tank and 
a lot of people mm-hmm. are coming up with products that, um, you know, dolls that teach women to code or dolls that have um, multiple races or nice. not even dolls, but just things that are geared that can actually sell in like a girl's yeah. section, which is like all pink and purple, you know? I totally, okay, we'll get to that. Well, I don't yeah. know. I just think like girls can play football, basically. Yeah, no, they can do whatever <laughs> they want. Guys yeah. can play softball. And I think Why parents... are just so limiting? Like, I oh, think parents are to blame too because they're like, I mean, like if you're going on a trip hiking, let's say like, the girls would cook the lunch, and then the guys would go hunking or hiking or something. Like I don't yeah, know. Yeah, no, there's. I a think lot. that's like that's a cultural thing. But that's I a cultural agree thing. That's, yeah, that's a problem. Like where we should just treat kids the same, like from the beginning, and then hopefully yeah, that'll have, like mm-hmm. if we start doing that as parents, like now, then hopefully that will lead to men and women actually being equal and thinking of themselves equally. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Because actually, a little plug for a great book, "Lean In" by Sheryl Sandberg. Okay. So Sheryl Sandberg is the CEO of. COO of Facebook and she came up with with a book about why women are not you know in the highest positions of being CEOs of being scientists like why we haven't achieved it there and she said a huge reason is parenting the way we raise men and it's not even totally their fault because it's just like they've been in the society so that creates their mindset to teach their kids but still like we gotta snap out I know we can change it exactly and we should when I went to the toys when I went to like you know the girl section I saw easy bake ovens make your own jewelry and all that stuff was so fun to me but had someone given me some Legos like in colors that I thought that can actually teach you time because you know already at a very young age you have perceptions of what's good to be a girl what's not which already sucks like, it's someone giving me Legos, or it's someone saying, try coding. Coding is for everyone. Coding is not just for boys. Like, yeah. I would have tried stuff like that. It just seemed like it was marketed towards guys, so I didn't really go for it. And even for guys, like, we should... I mean, they can cook, too. Like, they can do yeah, the girl like, toys and play I with Barbies. Because, like, like, Barbies, they teach you how to be, like, creative and, like, have fake conversations and stuff. And, like, just be social and, like, I don't know, they don't teach you, like, work kind of stuff, I guess. But then Legos teach you how to build and, like, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of stuff. So I think both genders should do both. Exactly. And I don't, under, like... Well, We're going to be great yet. parents. Yeah, man. I don't, my yeah. children are going to be raised equal... If I choose to have children, too. It's not something we I know. pressure every woman to do. Tell anymore. Them. Not anymore, you know? Tell them. Anyway. Yeah, <laughs> That's kids. a little venting. What was the question? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. One thing that I... I was nervous about doing this for is because like your opinions are going to grow and change as Dude, you learn more yes, so no, like no. even though this seems like it's set in stone it's it's not it's Literally, not as you research more learn more like, i'm not even kidding like gonna change i just have to get this over with otherwise i'll just keep changing my notes every single day like mm-hmm. i've been editing my notes like all the time because i just keep oh. changing my opinion so yeah anyone who's listening to this don't like think we're never going to change our opinion because i probably will by tomorrow or when i'm editing this i'm gonna be like okay that was dumb but the point of this is just so that people can listen to it and then develop their own opinions, like, from listening to it, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. build off of it. Yeah. I'm going to transition to confidence in women, and I'm going to do that with a song called Curse of Being a Girl by Kashmir. Okay, so that song was called The Curse of Being a Girl by Kashmir. What did you think about it? I like that it sort of touched on how there's so many different perceptions of how we need to be illustrated and how we have to sort of rise above that. That's Mm -hmm. an interesting argument. Yeah, I thought it was about, like, how women need to be more confident with themselves. That's kind of what I got from it. Yeah, I think one thing that I... I mean, I know that this line wasn't necessarily used to say this, but I do think in general it's used to say this. Like, oh, I'm not that type of girl. Like, I feel like that perpetuates, like, us trying to run away from girl stereotypes yeah. like oh we're not like those girls but like 
that's still hurtful because it's still allowing that stereotype to, to exist. exist. Yeah. And us saying, oh, we're not like that. We're different from normal girls. Like, no, what normal girls, what? That shouldn't be a... Yeah. What's the stereotype for that? That's yeah. another um, issue to unpack. But I do think um, girls being more confident is important. It kind of honestly comes from the idea that if you're too confident, you're viewed negatively. Mm-hmm. Um, it also comes from the idea that if you're kind of like too confident you might bring too much attention to yourself and Um, I think you know like a main problem with this whole feminist thing in general is that men think of us as less than them just like intellectually Mm -hmm. and I think the way to do that is like we need to be confident and then show them that we are intellectually like Mm -hmm. the same or even better in some cases I don't know we're Mm -hmm. just like there's some dumb men, there's some dumb women, there's some smart men, there's some smart women. Exactly, it's not that tied kind of to gender. And I mean, more yeah. and more, actually, the percentage of women going to college is higher than men. So nice. clearly, we care about our education just as much as, yeah. even more so sometimes. I also think, though, it's an issue of, sometimes what I've seen growing up for me, a lot of times, is like, people will think they're as smart as me, or people will definitely, like, like not trying to say, oh, I'm smart, but just like, in, yeah, in the smart. context of, like, it's like people will respect the intelligence that I have, but the problem is inclusivity too. The, like not only that you're respected, but you're also included mm-hmm. and worthy of being included. Yep. For example, in a lot of companies, um, tech companies, there's not as many women, right? So a lot of the men will just kind of congregate, they'll go to lunch together, they'll do things together, they'll walk on oh, yeah. projects together, and they don't even realize. Why do you women. think they don't do that? Why do you think they like kind of? There's like bro culture, I guess, to summarize it in two words. And that's probably because like mm-hmm. they grew up hiking together and with <laughs> <good> women. <laughs> exactly, because it's just like you relate more to I don't know people who have a similar upbringing, and, and probably boys in school, will have more similar experiences than girls will. And in you school, know? like guys hang out and girls hang out. And, you know, the whole the girls part. have cooties, boys have cooties. You know, separates yeah, them from a pretty young age. You know, perceptions that men and women can't be friends, and it's always going to turn into something relationship romantic yeah. is also a problem oh, yeah. because then it separates genders further. I feel like it's hard for women to be confident sometimes when they know that they're not the majority and they know that perceptions do exist. Like, in, of, if they're, like, in STEM or something, they're not the majority, so... Exactly, and they, like, know that people within STEM may not think they're as smart as I think people just are. need to, like, be confident, even if they're not in, mm-hmm. the, in the majority, and, like, yeah. show everybody that, like, we can do as mm-hmm. well as men intellectually. I think we're getting there, but also, I mean, again, we can't... Women don't even... Not every woman believes in feminism, right? A lot because, of I think because of don't. the lack of confidence. Yeah, or like it's almost like or they they don't think recognize like, the problem. They're like, oh, we sh- like why? I can just cook all day. I don't care. Yeah. Also, one thing is like we don't respect housewife work a lot too, and a lot of oh, people yeah. think a lot of people think feminism is all about professionalism and like becoming more powerful. And they're like, you know what? I want to be a housewife, and feminists don't respect that. But mm-hmm. I, as a feminist, one hundred percent agree that being a housewife is a valid decision. As long as you're making that decision and you don't feel like you and can't do anything yeah. else, you just choose to do yeah. that. One, one thing that Cheryl Sandberg was talking about, which I know we were talking about, I don't know, this is like going in all sorts of places, it's fine. but that's okay, <laughs> um, was like the key to um, more equality is raising raising girls and boys as similar as possible. Yeah. I was talking about that and, with my friend too. Yeah, and raising them as equal because then they'll become equal-minded and it's not like literally when dishes in the sink, it's not like the mom yeah, doesn't dude. have to do it, the dad oh, also does my God. that. And, yeah, and no, one, and even like a hard one. if you're doing chores, it's not like oh the guys need to like I don't know lift a pot. That was something that happened recently. They were like they told okay whatever I'm not gonna go there. But like it's not just the girls do the cleaning chores and the guys like do the heavy lifting stuff. 
Like, we can do the heavy lifting. Like, I mean, okay, I personally okay. am kind of weak, so yeah, I'm not going to be good at that stuff, but not but, every woman is horribly weak that she can't yeah, and, do it herself. I also think associating weakness as a negative, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, for example, like, delicacy is good, but that's not all we have to offer. Okay, I have one more question. I don't know. If, do you think we give men power? Mm, oh, yeah, that question. That question was hard for me because I have seen it where it's like, we're fighting for feminism, but like I still know some well, people who expect they're like the ones who women. propose and all that. And yeah, I've that I've thought about proposals a lot. Yeah, and my conclusion has come to whoever is more ready to get married, the other one proposes to show that they are ready because they're the one that you're waiting on. Oh, that's my that is my conclusion. Because for example, in Friends, but it which was in the nineties. Yeah. I think Monica proposed to Chandler. Oh, nice. Right? Okay. So it was like, and I think, uh, I, I might be wrong. I haven't watched Friends in a while. But I think it was because Chandler was ready, but Monica wasn't. So Monica was like, okay, show mm-hmm. him I'm ready, I'm going to propose. I haven't yeah. really come to a conclusion about proposals. But I yeah. guess it kind of goes back into, like, let's make society as equal as possible. And then we'll talk about some of those little practices yeah, yeah, yeah. that we what do. Um, I think, too, like, things that, like, issues of men paying for women. That one I can think of a pretty specific reason is because, like, a lot of times women didn't fake incomes but nowadays nowadays oh this is my take on that it's like if you can do it then just do it don't ask the guy to do it you know I mean, like if I you can afford it split equally okay yes split, and split the bill. Is, uh, you know women can we can we'll play 74 percent of the time like 74 percent of the time uh, and we pay like 100 okay. percent of the time because <laughs> the I wage mean, gap yeah i mean the wage gap isn't exactly like oh because you're a woman you're paid less and it's, it's very country compl- and like, it's in complicated sports, it, that is true like yeah. for example i think around the world cup time, serena williams no, men get paid more for losing than women get paid for I know, yeah. Which is like, okay, that's, it's that's really bad in tennis. the wage gap. But yeah. the actual wage gap is that women are in careers that make less money in general, which amounts to how the wealth is kind of split. That's actually what the wage gap is. Again, I want to reiterate that, like, our opinions are going to be constantly changing. Yeah. And we only touched on, like, very few issues of feminism. You know, I mean, like, there's so much to talk about because there's just so much... So many concerns, but awareness is key. Moral of the podcast. Feminism is about equality. Thanks for listening to Talk It Out on 90.5 KCSU, and good luck with your life.